If you're innovating, creating, or making a difference, this show is for you. Welcome to Over Coffee. I'm Dot Cannon. Here on Over Coffee, we talk with artists and innovators about the process of changing the world in terms of what they do. Art is just an expression of life, which is what science, technology, and engineering are. Trying to find solutions to specific problems that we have. Discovery, exploration, and the magic of science are the very heart of what Henri Shimojo is doing. Henri is passionate about education. A teacher most of his life, he is the senior lead consultant for Logos Education Systems in Lake Elsinore. His background as a professional educator includes nine years teaching chemistry at the Lake Elsinore School District, as well as teaching courses at UC Riverside's Graduate School of Education and supervising their STEAM teachers. And you'll get a chance to hear him speak both during StepCon 21's free virtual event happening the 7th of October and during the California STEAM Symposium, which is all virtual and happens October 21st through 23rd. Henri, before we get to talking about StepCon 21, what first ignited your imagination to the point that you chose education as your life's work? Well, what actually ignited education was a shift on careers. So I got laid off earlier in the year 2000 due to the collapse of the high-tech industry. Then I found myself in the teaching field. And as part of the teaching field, something enlightened me and ignited my passion for this to understand that actually I can make a difference on a student's life. Be able to know that I can change their future through the information that I can provide for them and prepare them with the skills and techniques that they need to better, let's say, have a vision of what they can be. I really like looking at your post for Logos Education Systems where you de-emphasize homework and you talk about meaningful life examples. I'd love to look with you at something that's brand new for me, which is StepCon. I did not know anything about Step nor StepCon prior to meeting you. And suppose I have you tell me what Step is, and then we'll take a look at how StepCon is doing the thing you do, which is inspiring students with real life examples. Yes, Step is Science and Technology Engineering Partnership which actually is a nonprofit organization that I work with and volunteer. The main goal of that specific nonprofit is to provide venues for different entities to come into a partnership that builds capacity in the Inland Empire, student capacity, by the way. So this is a partnership that we have with the districts, county offices, businesses, and universities that allows students with opportunities where they'll be able to come in for a day to experience other fields of science that are not easily accessible into the classrooms, yet they're highly needed in our region. So this specific idea of STEP was developed by not just our group, but actually started by people in the Navy looking to hire individuals that have that STEM background in our region. That specific commonality was very much a ripple across other entities that had that need for STEM and STEAM let's say, individuals that would support the progression of the company. So not having the ability to to find people in the region, they said, well, we have to do something with what we have. And ever since that time, which is about 21 years ago, the step was born. The main goal of the step was bringing kids into opportunities that can change their lives. And of course, including into science, engineering, technology, and math. And at this point also, of course, the arts. 
And what's exciting about this, for me as an arts person, I saw none of this when I was growing up. And it seems to me that you can capture the imagination of arts kids today that probably wouldn't have thought of science as their particular venue. What are some of the ways that StepCon coming up on the 7th of October is going to be doing that? Let's say we have some arts kids who are going to log on. By the way, this is a virtual event and I believe it is free. Yes. And how would they be captivated by what they're going to see with StepCon? Well, when we're looking at arts, it's an expression of abstract thinking. So that can be implemented in different modalities, whether it's going to be sound, whether it's going to be through painting, whether it's going to be through writing, or just through the physical movement in music, right, and dance. So there are many ways in which art is expressed. However, all those modalities are accounted by either math, science, and engineering in some way. When you're creating a specific design, you are building a model. It's a model that comes from your heart, but understanding what requires to produce a model is very crucial. Create a specific platform to have other people to value that idea, that expression, and that way of communicating requires many aspects, many facets, and different protocols. So art is just an expression of life, which is what science, technology, and engineering are trying to find solutions to specific problems that we have. One of the solutions that we call into an expression is art, the way we communicate with others. And at the same time, when you look at colors, when you're looking at lasers, wait a minute, is there a reference? Yes, wavelengths and energy. So the more they understand the science, the better prepared they'll be able to actually provide different expressions of modalities that may solve problems or also creating opportunities for people. So having different exhibitors that actually provides approaches on, wait a minute, how to solve problems, how to actually implement specific segments of life and science through, let's say, music, through sound, through waves, is very important for them to know. Nothing is disconnected. So the more understanding you have on science, the better prepared you might be to have those expressions into our society and culture. So I believe that is the reason why the incorporation and understanding of STEAM is very, let's say, valuable and undersided by our arts teachers. The more information that we have is the better prepared we'll be able to generate expressions that we can reach a different kinds of thinking. Let's pursue that just a bit further. Let's say that a student that might be coming to StepCon 21, again, virtual event, let's say they're composing a piece of music. What do they have to keep in mind with the science and the technology? Everything that comes with, as a musician, when we're going to look at the instrument, just the trumpet, define what materials make that trumpet and understand how sound is transferred through that instrument and the different reverberations based on the three different buttons that you have creating different sound and the amount of energy that actually is blowing through that specific trumpet, whether it could be playing also the violin, understanding energy forces allows you to become a better master of your craft. So science is a great approach to increase the technique and skills that you have when exploring and expressing the art through music. I find it a lot of fun that this is all connected. With that in mind, what are we going to experience when we log into StepCon 21 on October 7th? What's going to be happening? So when you log in on this specific website, what you're going to find is a platform where you have various different buttons and different icons around, let's say, display like a conference. 
So those different buttons are going to allow you and take you to different venues, such as you're going to look at exhibitors, which is something very cool because the comments that we have from previous year is that those exhibitors and the way they were able to present information online was very engaging. That is the first one. Then you're going to have something that we call the science show, which I'm part of it. I am the support and coordinator for that segment. And on that venue, you're going to have two opportunities to actually see it live. One, I believe, is going to be at 9.30 and the other one is going to be at 11 in the morning. Now, what's going to happen in that science show is something that you would like to call it a little bit magical of understanding science and understanding also how people that are high um, level understanding these principles bring experiences that at points seems like magical. You say, that's magic. No, that is science. So... That is going to be something that provides a lot of excitement and our topic for this year. I don't know if I should say it, but it has to do with Newton's laws. That's all that I'm going to say. It is going to be quite exciting. And I'm also working on generating the videos that teachers will be able to have access to right after the conference on October 7th. And that is going to be a more of a modality that segmented pieces of recordings, of sequences that they can actually use into their classrooms. So they can, let's say, use it as a tool for them to present information, to provide examples of phenomena, and also to include pieces of science into their classroom. Henri said that StepCon, which again is a free virtual event, is for everyone. Well, when it comes to StepCon, it is an event that actually is open to teachers and students where students are able to visualize a specific, let's say, show that at times we would consider as magic, but in reality, it's all science-based. And also provides different glimpses of things that happen around us that makes you wonder and also makes you say, I know that now, or I learned something new. So it bribes into having student excitement into seeing things that are so simple yet they're so magnificent at the same time and keep them wondering i know that might be a small sample but there's a lot more out there that students will be able to visualize and look for because they've been actually let's say incited with a small piece of science and stepcon is meeting an additional need during the pandemic. If you have any homeschool kids and parents that would like to participate of this event, it's a great opportunity. Right now, a lot of K-12 schools have been limited on the different field trips that they can participate because of, of course, the health considerations that we have. Yet this would be a great event to put in their agenda to attend and to later on be able to use it as a resource because we'll be making a video recording of these sequences of science that teachers and homeschool teachers will be able to implement and use as demonstration to implicate either different types of Newtonian laws. So it is a resource that will be open for all parents, will be open for all teachers, It'll be open for the whole nation and the world to see and for them to benefit from Rick and Alex from General Atomics that perform these shows. And they're the scientists that are actually are using one of the only atomic accelerators in the nation. Wow, this is going to be a great opportunity. 
I'd love to see your science show. Now, do I understand correctly that these videos are going to be offered also during California STEAM Symposium? Oh, you mentioned something very interesting because this is, I would like to call it a partnership where there are videos of the STEM Symposium that are going to be connected to the way in which many students are relating to STEAM or STEM in the region. So the portion that you're addressing, it is the educator conference, the educator step conference. During this specific conference, which is going to be from the 5th and 6th of October and free, by the way, to teachers in California at this point or nationwide that would like to have free professional learning development in NGSS and STEM. These sessions are going to be led by very prestigious, let's say, leaders here in their area, very knowledgeable on the content, and above all, practitioners. They are not going to be just experts that look into the theory, but they're practicing and providing support to teachers in the area. They're doing it themselves and also techniques that are very much up to date. So during that conference, one of the goals is to provide visions on how students are impacted by the work of teachers. So there is a specific segment that is going to be shared by the STEM Symposium that is going to portrait and display those videos of students' success as they were impacted by STEM in their life and how actually teachers are making those changes in them. Wow, talk about inspiration here. It occurs to me to wonder who you remember when you hear the words wonderful teacher. Did you have one that really impacted your life completely? I think we all do. That's somehow part of our identity and part of what we find a lot of respect from. In my case, he was my chemistry teacher, yes, in high school. And interestingly enough, I ended up teaching chemistry in high school as well. But it was an individual that was very highly knowledgeable and very respectful. It provided us with opportunities that allow for knowledge to grow, for learning to occur, not to be tested, but to actually look for understanding. And that's one of the reasons why I should put that statement on the, I think it was in my LinkedIn page, yes. I wondered when you mentioned the word magical a few minutes ago about science. If you were going to have to communicate, let's say to an early class, kindergarten or first grade chemistry and why chemistry is magical, where would you begin? What kind of an example would you give them? Chemistry is magical because sometimes we can't see it, but it produces life, such as when we're actually breathing air. If we inhale right now, we're creating something magical, which is the sustainability of life. And we're not the only ones in this planet that need that. And therefore, we have to care for it. So the magic of seeing things and seeing what is unseen. So for kindergarten kids, if I were to tell them chemistry is magical, it's because it's all around us. And the problem is that we don't focus enough to actually see the beauty of it. So let's go outside, let's go inside the house, and let's find those magical pieces that first we look, we take it for granted, but when we really look careful at it, you have a lot of questions and make you wonder. There is a sense of wonder if you just look around you, I would have to agree. Your LinkedIn says that you love a challenge, but I don't think even you envisioned the challenge that we've had for the past year and a half. What are some of the ways that homeschooling parents can benefit from resources and from possibly showing the kids how to discover as opposed to learn for the test? Yes. One of the interesting shifts that I'm going to also put that on the LinkedIn page is looking at accelerated learning and what that should look like. Not necessarily just in the classroom, because we have to understand that 
under this specific premise of accelerated learning, we look at the skills and techniques that build critical thinking for our students to easier absorb content in the longer term, not in the long term, but in the longer term. So my thinking is, if we are going to have an advice for parents, and I would say for all individuals that are linked somehow to education, I will tell them to focus on the skills that are needed now, not what they missed last year, but use the ones that we have we have to instruct this year and we can augment with additional pieces that will help bring the skills that were missed last year into this year's, let's say, curriculum. So that would be one of the main, let's say, words of encouragement would look into this. Teach on the golden nuggets of this year's curriculum. Do not focus on the details because the details are not going to build their critical thinking. You're going to cramp, you're going to overwhelm the students, and therefore their learning is going to go out the window. So we want to build skills and techniques that leads to critical thinking, and the critical thinking does not happen by overloading of information. So focus what are going to be the golden nuggets of your lessons every week, every month, or for the year, that are going to be supported by the different activities and the different, let's say, options of learning kinesthetically that will increase greatly the ability of making claims at home and at school. Where can people sign up for the STEP Conference 21? So if you go online and look at HTTPS colon backslash backslash www.stepconference.org, you'll be able to log into our main page. As you go into the main page, you'll be able to see an icon in the middle that says registration opens August 13. Click there and it'll be able to take you to the platform, whether you're a teacher or whether you're a student or parent, they'll be able to take you to the platform that is suitable for you accessing all the different experiences that we have happening on October 7th. And for the teachers, of course, October 5th and 6th. This is going to be a blast. I would like, if you have time for it, to ask you for an engaging life sample. You have something written on your Logos education page about an engaging life sample about how an eraser works. And could we even either take a look at that or if anything else that you choose to maybe spark the imagination of some folks who wouldn't have thought of things like this as relating science to their world? Yes, it's very interesting, but we take for granted an eraser. How does an eraser work, really? And we need to have various physical, let's say, very scientific principles to explain the simplicity of just removing a marking from a surface. For this specifics, and how does an eraser work? It is applying graphite, which is not necessarily carbon, but <laughs> a product of a nature that is able to create a mark through friction. And as we're looking at an eraser, we're looking at a surface that will be able to erase by rubbing. And that's why we have the eraser shavings at the end of a rubbing process. You'll be able to create rubbing, and during that rubbing process, it begins to break down. As it's breaking down, it begins to lift up the markings of any kind of item that you might want to remove. And that's why an eraser doesn't necessarily work just on paper. You can use it in different surfaces, and you'll be able to remove different markings except Sharpie. I tried that. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't work on Sharpies. <laughs> no. 
Let's do a shameless plug here. You've mentioned your science show that people would like to hear. What time is that happening on the 7th? The first show is going to happen at 9.30 a.m. and the second show is going to happen at 11 a.m. Thereafter, we are going to open up a recorded session of the science show for everyone to see. But that show is going to be a more, let's say, adequate for the classroom level for the purpose of actually utilizing it as a tool for learning. So it's going to have all the different scenes, all the same effects, all the different scenes and effects that we're having on the live show. But this one is going to be even more focused. It's going to have a lot more pieces that actually include different camera takes. We're going to have different verbiage. We're going to have music. So it is going to be fun. It is the steam of the STEP conference because actually I'm including sound, I'm including music, I'm including special effects and so on. This sounds like a blast. I think that's the key right there. It is going to be fun. Yes. The other thing I wanted to be sure and ask is, in addition to the science show, where can people hear you speak in the future? Where can they find out more about Logos Education Systems? For a future reference, I'll be presenting at the STEAM Symposium, California STEAM Symposium. Henri offered a preview. My presentation for the California STEAM Symposium is addressing the scale of things. So the scale of things is a topic that actually is part of the cross-cutting concepts that deals with scale, proportion, and quantity. So we're going to be looking at the macroscopic and microscopic presentation or ideas of a lesson that addresses this opposite ends of the spectrum of things, of the scale of things. So we're hoping that you'll be able to get, as a teacher, good information that will prompt you to utilize these practices to maximize, let's say, the understanding of how all these things, all these things are scaled and also they're part of our daily lives. So we hope to see you there and I hope you can join me. When you say opposite ends of the spectrum, what do you mean by that? So when you're looking at opposite ends of the spectrum, we're looking at something so minute and so small, such as the size of an atom. That's one end of the spectrum. And the other side of the spectrum would be something as large as galaxies, as the universe. So all these pieces of information at times can be so abstract, yet at the same time, it represents a specific quantification of how we understand it from the perspective of the world and, of course, as individuals. Understanding those numbers, the representation of those exponents, whether they're positive or they're negative, what do they have as a relevance to my understanding of life? So that is the approach of understanding the scale of things. And hopefully we'll be able to have that connection with teachers that incorporate these segments into students so they understand how large large is, how big big is, and how small small is. So yes, it is a crucial perspective that, again, it's part of understanding human kind and how we quantify things to make a reference to it. You've said in the past how much fun it is to present at California STEAM Symposium. What would you consider one of the most fun things that you as an education professional have learned from presenting? When I'm learning uh, presenting during the symposium is that I don't know it all. As a matter of fact, whenever I present, I get questions that many times makes me wonder and continue my search of learning. 
So that has been the most beneficial to me and also sometimes the most challenging. It makes you vulnerable, but at the same time, it allows you to have a new window of, of opportunities for this question. Henri will be co-presenting The Scale of Things with Yamaleth Shimojo from the Riverside County Office of Education on Friday, October 22nd from 5.30 to 6.10 p.m. I'll be presenting also at the CAC conference, which is going to take effect also during the month of October. And if you want to reach me, well, I'll leave my email here, hshimojo at logosedsys.com, and I'm going to spell that, H-S-H-I-M-O-J-Y-O at logosedsys.com. Logos, L-O-G-O-S-E-D-S-Y-S.com. If you need help in different areas of science, technology, STEM, just email me. I'll be able to get back to you. If you're a district and interested on these specific pieces, let me know. If you are a parent that would like to get some suggestions on regards to STEM, let's say, lessons, or just email me. I'll be able to reach back and We'll connect and hopefully I'll be able to find a great solution for you as well. Again, that's hshimojo at logosedsys.com. If people could only get one thing from you about innovation, creativity, and making a difference, what would you like them to take away from your work? I think if there was one thing that I would like people to take away from this session, is never stop learning. That would be the key piece. And learning is worth a lot more than any treasures that you can find because no one can take that away from you. So sometimes it's easy, sometimes it can be challenging, but at the end of the learning process, you will always find the treasure, the jewel, and the ring. Henri, thank you for your time today. No problem. You and I have been listening to Logos Education System Senior Lead Consultant Henri Shimojo. Don't miss The Science Show, happening at 9.30 and at 11 o'clock in the morning on October 7th during StepCon 21. To register, go to stepconference.org. As Henri mentioned, StepCon is free. You will see a logo for StepCon 21 at the top of the page with registration opens August 13th. Click here. It's going to take you to the registration page, both for students, October 7th is that date, and for teachers, the 5th and 6th of October. Also, be sure to be on hand as the 9th Annual California STEAM Symposium happens Thursday, October 21st through Saturday, October 23rd. Once again, the show is all virtual and it's co-hosted by the Californians Dedicated to Education Foundation, the California Department of Education, and the California Commission on the Status of Women and Girls. And don't miss Henri's presentation. He's going to be co-presenting with Yamaleth Shimojo on October 22nd at 5.10 in the afternoon their talk entitled The Scale of Things. Find out more about the California STEAM Symposium at cdefoundation.org forward slash cde underline programs forward slash steam. Or if you'd rather, simply Google California STEAM Symposium. It should come right up. See you there. And that concludes this edition of Over Coffee. Thank you for listening. Listen to more Over Coffee podcasts at twomavericks.com. That's two, T-W-O, Mavericks, M-A-V-E-R-I-X. And you can contact us at twomavericks at gmail.com. 
The music you're hearing is royalty-free production music provided by Pond5 at Pond5.com. I'm Dot Cannon. Here's wishing you a cappuccino day.